Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, welcome everybody. Great to be with you the day after Christmas. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas with you and your family, because I did. And, um, you know, it was a uh, memorable one, to be sure. A couple of um, things about Christmas. You know, it is a time that we celebrate joy. The joy of not just giving gifts. I mean, that I have to say, I, I do enjoy that. I um, like to watch my grandsons receive their gifts, even though they're typical kids that are focused on on themselves uh, in receiving gifts and and so forth. But, um, you know, I I have to say it it really was a joyful time. And maybe it's because I'm getting a little bit older. I I don't know. Uh, Perhaps some of you that are in this audience that are a bit older than me have, have felt these same emotions in, as you've gotten older and you've, experienced many Christmases and watched as family members and friends react to uh, getting gifts. Um, you know, I got a particular gift that was very unexpected and, and quite, um, quite emotional for a number of reasons. And, and then I'm not going to get into it, but it, it just, you know, maybe it's just because I'm getting older that I, I sense the more importance than ever before of both family and and heartfelt gratitude and thanks. Now, Christmas is about Christ being born. And that is a good thing because without his birth, we would never be able to celebrate the most important thing. And that is his choice to willingly give up his life so that we could live in freedom, freedom from guilt, freedom from sin that's destructive and negative in other people's lives. But we're commanded to celebrate, of course, Christ's death. But still, without his birth, that wouldn't have been possible. So we do that. We, we, this is a joyo, joyous and joyful time of the year. And in America, we have a particular tradition about observing that Christmas. Now, not everybody looks at it that way, partly because of multiculturalism. And there's a story that has a great line in it and it's, it's not a particularly great story, but listen to this line. If you can't have a Christmas concert in Lidlow Vale, Oregon, where can you have one? 
the controversy, this is in the Argus Observer. It's a um, Oregon watchdog story. If you can't have Christmas in a conservative town in eastern Oregon because of a school system that won't allow it, what does that tell us? If you can't have a Christmas concert using the word Christmas, if you can't have a Christmas concert in a conservative town because of a woke administration and legal counsels worried about getting sued and a apparently somewhat spineless school board that won't stand up and say, no, we're going to reinsert the word Christmas in our concert. Because that's exactly what a group of parents wanted. They were denied it. Do you think all of this is coming to a boiling point? Now, let me say this. By the way, the phone number to call, because I, I got several things about Christmas that I want to talk with you about. But I also want to know from you, did any of you have any interesting political conversations with people, family members? I'm very curious to hear what that story might be if you did. And it's really easy. You just give me a call, 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, where I'm going with this is partly in response to a... um, email I had gotten from Avis, one of our regular contributors here. And it it was about a gold star family having a very bleak and depressing Christmas. And I'll get to that here in, in a moment because it is not always a celebratory time. There's a story in the Gateway Pundit where the father, well, the headline is, watch a tear-jerking moment. The father of a fallen hero receives a special gift at his doorstep. And this is the father of a law enforcement officer killed in the line of duty. Christmas is special and not special. Special because of that type of thing. Or Gary or actor Gary Sinise. Eight hundred families of fallen heroes got a game-changing Christmas present. This is another Gateway Pundit story. This is how we should treat veterans. Gary 
Sinise Foundation and Walt Disney World Resort in Florida teamed up this month to honor the families of fallen veterans with the trip of a lifetime. 800 families, fallen veterans, were hosted at Disney World this month. Called the Snowball Express. It's a five-day event. 800 families. Gary Sinise's foundation, the actor, you know, Lieutenant Dan. The Snowball Express is just one way that he does this. Really, really powerful. So, Not everybody had a great Christmas. Not everyone had a Christmas that is full of joy. Now, be thankful if you did. And I mean that sincerely. Be thankful if you did. Because... Some of us are very worried about a number of things in our world. And rightfully so. Some of us are very worried about our future abilities to protect our families with a gun. The Measure 114 issue was a Friday news story, which I couldn't get to then because it it came out after we were off the air, but it's about how the judge in Harney County is ruling on the provision of slow walking background checks. And this is the whole permit process, okay? He's going to consider, uh, I think the date is sometime here in early January, whether to keep his temporary restraining order in place on that particular provision. The argument is simple. The state says it'll save lives because it closes the Charleston, South Carolina, quote unquote, loophole. You know, where the unbalanced, mentally ill kid bought a gun, went through the three-day, because it's in federal law. If your background check isn't completed in three days, you get to have the gun. That almost never happens in Oregon, by the way. But if there's no guarantee that your background check will be processed in a timely manner the lawyer for the second amendment or the gun owners of america rather made this statement he said justice delayed is justice denied a right delayed is a right denied that means an infringement that's what they argue the state said no it's still constitutional because the legislature and the voters of oregon can change it No, it's not constitutional. The legislature can pass and does pass unconstitutional laws. 
Just because they can change it doesn't mean their change is constitutional. It's an infringement. Now, if you're worried about your Second Amendment rights, you should be. We went to see Avatar. Some of you may have seen that with my grandson sitting with the Grinch in the movie theater on um, on Friday. Yeah, it's a very long movie. It's like three hours and 20 minutes. But the central theme of the movie is one that is not lost on me. And it's about the main character, Avatar, former Marine, Jake Sully. Now he has a family, four kids. And the main theme is that a man, a father, has to take care of his family, all of them, wife, kids. And his actions center around that. So if anything diminishes your right to be able to do that, whether you're a father, whether you're a single mother, just an individual living alone with a gun, it's unconstitutional. Now that and a few other things are brewing because those who believe that you and I don't need that right in modern America also don't believe that we need to celebrate Christmas with the word Christmas. They also believe that we need to change our voting system to ranked choice voting. It's all of that when we come back in a moment. It's 6.20 in the morning, 503-589-1220. is the power of Buick GMC Talk. And tell me about your Christmas stories back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. So did you have any interesting political conversations with anyone over Christmas? Would love to hear your stories about that. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Or send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will do my best to read it on the air, like the one I got from Jim. Folks, did you hear about all of the power substations that got, quote-unquote, burglarized on Christmas Hmm? in Washington State? Three of them left 14,000 pounds. You know, um, people, families, houses without power. Well, the article is a Fox News article. And it says, Washington burglars take out three power substations over Christmas. So Jim writes, what do they expect to find? Guns, drugs, jewelry, electronics, money, and the keys to the family SUV. There's something desperately wrong with this article. I'm calling, it's calling this horrendous activity a burglary. Ah, you're spot on, Jim. It's not a burglary. It was a planned, purposeful 
test. It was sabotage, clearly. Now, Fox News, sadly, has become just another mainstream corporate media mouthpiece that falls in line with whatever the authorities want us to hear. Nobody knows. I mean, come on. Nobody believes that was a burglary. We know what it was. Question is, is who did it and why? You see, if they can test right now, if enemies of this country that have infiltrated this country because we have this wide open border, or we let a whole lot of unvetted uh, people come in as Afghan refugees, or others like from Lebanon that could be Iranian Revolutionary Guard folks, could be Hezbollah, which is the same as the Revolutionary Guard in essence. Could these be these sleeper cells that the Iranians keep bragging about? Little tests, dry runs here. How can they break into substations? Oh, yeah, you got fences around them and concertina wire. doesn't matter. Is this a test? See how quickly they can bring us to our knees because we have no power? It's a good point. It's a very good point. By the way, uh, thanks, Avis. I, I am going to get to this, this story about Christmas. But I do want to remind you, folks, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that you really ought to think about talking to at the very least if you're thinking about doing any kind of a kitchen or a bathroom remodel or maybe even an addition to your home. He not only does remodeling really well, and you'll see that if you go to his website, righteousrenovations.com, righteousrenovations, all one word, dot com. But he also ventures out and he builds new things too. He focuses entirely on quality. He wants it to be a good experience for you. RighteousRenovations.com Oh, by the way, there's an interesting story. Oregon's population dropped in 2022 for the first time in decades. We lost 16,000 residents. We are now the number six fastest shrinking states. In America, we're number six of the fastest shrinking states, both in percentage and numeric declines. Why would that be? I mean, we have 4.24 million residents. Well, isn't it interesting that every state that's losing population the fastest are liberal blue states? Man, I can't imagine why. New York was the fastest California, guess which state was the fastest growing? Florida, with almost a 2% increase. Now, why would that be? Oh, I think it has everything to do with politics, including ranked choice voting. There's a story about how uh, the Democrat Speaker of the House says, hey, maybe it's time 
for ranked choice voting in Oregon. Um, it's the worst things that could ever happen. Ranked choice voting. And Dan Rayfield says, hey, even his young children can understand it. Um, no, it's incredibly complicated, folks. <laughs> Just ask the people of Alaska who stupidly put that in place. Republicans did. So Avis did send me this very touching story, and I'm, I'm just going to encapsulate it for you here quickly because it's a Christmas story. Gold Star Family, Christmas. Only son was killed in combat in Iraq. Wife is very bitter. Husband is heartbroken. Wife cannot have a good Christmas. It's a very gloomy thing in their home. It's understandable. Got a knock on the door and a Iraqi woman is at the door. And I'll tell you the rest of this on the other side because it, it turns things around. And I have a personal story about this to share with you also. It is 6.30 in the morning. Do you have personal storage? Do you have any interesting political conversations over Christmas? If so, how'd it turn out? 503-589-1220 is the power of GMC talk line back in a moment at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. That's right. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. I truly hope you had a great Christmas. I did. Unfortunately, not everyone did. And Davis had sent me a touching story, and I will finish it in a moment because it is something that we can never forget. Also, you should never forget that even though the temperatures have warmed up nicely, when I got up to Pasco Thursday, uh, it was 11 degrees here. I managed to beat the ice rainstorm through the gorge. But, you know, folks, it, it, if you're not warm at home, you should call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll fix it for you. They'll make you warm. You'll like it. They've got great discounts for veterans, for seniors, and others like apartment managers. So give them a call. They'll come out right away. They'll make you comfortable. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. So Avis had sent me this story Christmas at the Christiansons. And it's about this Gold Star family whose only child was a son who was killed in combat in Iraq. And the mother was very bitter. The father was heartbroken. 
nothing that he could do or say would console his wife and make it better for her. Got a knock at the door, and there is an Iraqi woman standing there. And she introduced herself. They invited her in because she knew their names. She had known their son in a village in his particular patrol area. And he, this young soldier, who was actually a sergeant, had been instrumental in um, protecting a Christian, a group of Christians. And this young woman and her family were part of that group of Christians. They had a pastor, that Christian church. And this woman told the truth about how their son had died. See, the army had officially told him that he was shot and killed by a sniper. And this woman said, no, that's not what happened. And she told the truth. They were having a service, and her son and other soldiers were actually very close playing soccer. And the bad guys showed up, the jihadis, as we called them. She called them something else, but we called them jihadis when I was there. And they started, uh, physically started attacking the, shirt, the, the church. There was a shootout. And several of the bad guys were killed. Several of the American soldiers were killed. And... This couple's son, the sergeant, their only child, had in a very uh, powerful and personal manner had defended with his sidearm uh, the church and, and was wounded very badly. And managed to hold off the bad guys long enough for reinforcements, a quick reaction force is what we called it in Iraq, to show up, and they did. And they drove the bad guys away. Unfortunately, the son died of his wounds. And her point was that, this Iraqi woman's point was to that her son specifically had taken certain actions that day in that combat action to save her and many people in that church. And that he had, in the time that he had been around the village and he'd been there quite a bit, had talked about his Christian faith and Frankly, he was an example to other soldiers and to villagers. In the end, he gave his life for them. And this woman was married. In fact, when she came to America, she was pregnant with another child and had a husband and a family. And it changed the perspective of 
the mother and the father who had lost their son, their perspective about Christmas. In that, they understood that he did not die in vain and that his very actions, and this was this Iraqi woman's point in seeking them out, that he did not die in vain, that his life meant something and would continue to mean something, and that she was going to name their expected baby boy that she was expecting after her son. And it made all the difference to this family, to this mother and father who lost their only child. And I can tell you with my own family, of my own mother, the, the pain that she has felt from losing two of her three children. There were three boys of us in the family and I had a younger brother who died young and my older brother passed away, as many of you know, um, a little over a year ago in November of last year. It's very difficult for a parent because you know, those of you who are parents and if you've lost children, you know, it's not how it's supposed to be. Your kids are supposed to carry on long after you. They're supposed to memorialize you, put you in the ground or however you choose to do that. It's very hard on my mother, still is. It's one of the reasons that I call and talk to her every day. When I was in the legislature, one of the combat casualties uh, before I went to Iraq was a young man who had joined the Oregon National Guard, and I think he was either 19 or 20 years of age. And he was killed in combat in Iraq. And I, he was the single child, the sole child of a single mother. And when I read that, uh, I wrote her a letter. She wasn't one of my constituents, but I, I wanted her to know how I felt about her son serving and the sole sacrifice of his life. And she wrote me back, and it wasn't a particularly good letter. And what it was was the incredible pain of a mother having lost her only child in a war that she didn't believe in. And I understand. Believe me, I understand. Later on, I, I, I didn't have any further communication with her, but there was a demobilization ceremony. This is after I had gone to Iraq and had come back and the two of the 162 combat infantry, the ranger unit that we sent over there in 04. And she was there 
as they recognize the nine, um, eight Oregon National Guardsmen and one New York State Guardsman that were all, it was attached to our unit that was killed in combat and the well over 30 Oregon National Guardsmen that were wounded. And she was there at the demobilization ceremony. And I regret that I didn't go up to her and just have conversation with her. And I'm not sure why I didn't. Maybe it was because part of me knew the pain of my own mother at that time having lost one son and I didn't want to say or do anything that made it worse or maybe I missed an opportunity share my profound appreciation like this Iraqi woman did with this family it did make the difference remember that friends remember that in the future in any interactions you might back in a moment 648. Do you have a story about Christmas? Did you have political conversations? Would love to hear. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour, last segment for today. I truly hope you did have a marvelous Christmas yesterday. Uh, I did. And I'm very blessed and very grateful and thankful because of that. I've got a, And by the way, my mistake, my apologies, Gary actually sent me the story about Christmas with the Christian sins. That's the story about the family that lost their only child in Iraq the Iraqi woman coming, sharing with them the truth about how he sacrificed his life and what it meant to them. And he personally saved quite a few people that day and that she was naming her soon-to-be-born child after their son. Thanks, Gary. It's a very touching story. Friends, I just need to remind you before I go any further that I, you know, I truly do use CBD for natural pain relief. You know, I grew hemp for one year and I sold my hemp oil to a Salem-based company, ProBioscience. And they use only Oregon-grown hemp oil, and I will tell you, CBD oil, that it is by far and wide the best product that there is. Because Oregon has the toughest standards in how you grow CBD. So you know what? If you want to try something different instead of just drugs, try CBD. Both for pain relief, but I use the tincture also to sleep. They have great um, products for your pets. They have beauty products for ladies. You can get a 15% discount if you go to their website and use the gift code or the word, the discount code rather, the word GIFT, G-I-F-T. It's Christmas, right? GIFT. Get 15% off. The website is hempandcbdoutlet.com. 
hempandcbdoutlet.com. Hemp and CBD outlet, all one word, dot com. Our old buddy Wilbur wrote me a email early this morning about Merry Christmas. When liberal or moderate men talk about their wife or their family, they say how wonderful they are, that they love them and things like that. So Wilbur, are you implying that conservative men don't? Hmm. Just asking. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails, like I said, to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, fortunately for me over Christmas, uh, the folks I hang out with are pretty conservative like me. Don't agree on everything, but heck, husbands and wives don't agree on everything, right? So, it is always good to be with like-minded people. It just makes the holidays a lot easier. Now, I watched a lot of football uh, over the weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. Lots of great pro football games. It was it was enjoyable. And for me, that's so one of the things, you know, being a football lover, that's one of the things that I enjoy. And same with all the folks I'm with here. But there's a particular commercial that runs and, and it's it's called it's from a group it says in the end it, it, these commercials show many images but it's jesus gets us he gets us is what it is and it's a it's a national ad campaign by a religious organization and in it the commercials they've been running for the last few days have been about you know, families, you grow up and you you play together, you fight sometimes, and then you get older and you have disagreements. And the images are of, you know, families, you know, people just having dramatic arguments separated by their arguments and so forth. And the whole idea is of the commercial leases that comes through to me is that you would not be that way with the people that you love. Because again, Christmas is about the birth of Christ and Christ came as our example to demonstrate and show love to other people to show wisdom, to show grace, God's marvelous grace. You know, and sometimes, because we're human beings, you you blow it. You mess it up. You say something to someone, your spouse could be one of your children. My case, my grandsons. And you... You know, maybe uh, you barked at them like I did because they were just being kids. And, you know, all the other adults were just busy. You know, we were all sitting together watching football and, and you know, both my grandsons are playing games. 
on their iPads and they're, and they're being really loud and, you know, it just kind of went on and on and on. And because the, their parents and their adults normally keep them really under control with that kind of thing and they're very good about it. And the boys are good about it. You know, they, they, they're just kids. Well, everybody was deep in conversation and it just got irritating to me. And, and I just finally had had enough. And so I barked at him and everybody stopped talking. (laughs) And, uh, and they, they said they were sorry. They quieted down and, and eventually they left and went into their bedroom and, so I went in there and I just, I apologized to him for barking at him and I could have gotten them to quiet down without barking at him. My point is that we're human beings. Sometimes we just make mistakes and Christ came to show us that sometimes you just need to have a little grace with people. Now it's tough when people are trying to take away your right to defend yourself like the do-gooders are who think they're doing us all a big favor by passing an unconstitutional gun restriction measure or the do-gooders that think Oregon needs ranked choice voting because it's fairer. No, it ain't folks. It advantages severely one party, just like all of the election laws they pass, the Democrats in Oregon, that make it easy to cheat. We have to show them a little grace But that doesn't mean we stop fighting against everything they're doing to take away our rights, our freedoms, our liberties. But in this Christmas season, as we go through the rest of this week and we prepare for New Year's, just keep that in mind as you're having experiences with other people in your world. Okay? Keep in mind. Give them a little grace. Doesn't mean you let them off the hook for bad behavior doesn't mean we don't hold people accountable because we have to. But just do it with a little grace. Okay? Thanks for listening today, folks. I truly hope you reflect on a good Christmas. The things that really matter the most about them are family and friends. Christ celebrating his, his example. Give grace to others. I'll be back tomorrow.